0: Welcome back to season two of the Lake City College and Career Collaboratory. Uh, For the next several episodes, we will have Mrs. Alderman, Lake City's college prep teacher, uh, discussing the entire college application process really in a series. So for this first episode, um, we are going to be discussing college fit. Thank you, Mrs. Alderman, for joining me.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Uh, so let's just talk briefly about fit and preference and the conversation that you have with students when they're considering going on beyond high school to college. What are some of the components of that
1: research, uh, entail? Sure. So one of the first things that I talk about with my kids is the fact that in 2019 in America, your options for colleges are many and varied and you can really find whatever you're looking for. But the hard part for a lot of my kids is to figure out first what it is they're looking for. Um, So I ask them usually like a series of guiding questions that they may or may not have ever thought about before that are sometimes very broad um, and sometimes uh, almost a little a little too personal to ask, kind of like what their preferences are in terms of where they'd like to live and study. Um, for example, some of the questions we talk about are: um, Would you prefer to live in um, in a city? area or a rural area? Does the idea of having you know big buildings and big crowds and lots of things to do um, appeal to you? Or is that a little much, especially coming from North Idaho that's understandable. And I have a lot of kids who prefer a more sedate pace um, for their college environment. They like to see rolling hills. they like to see um, mountains and have some more outdoor activities nearby, but maybe not necessarily um, a big city atmosphere. Um, another thing we talk about is what kind of weather would you like to live in? Um, because you really do have that choice. If you'd like to be at a school with seasons um, where you can see the leaves change on the trees, um, that, that can be doable. If you'd like to be in a more temperate environment, if you've always dreamed of living somewhere super hot all the time, all of these options exist. Um, another thing we talk about, too, is if they're going to be working while they're in college um, and if they'd like to have a part-time job while they're studying in school, if that is Um, something they'd like to do or even a necessity for them, then choosing an area that's maybe at least closer to a more more metropolitan, a more urban area so they have more employment options might be smarter rather than limiting themselves to a small college town that may have more limited um, employment options. And we also kind of talk about um, where they would like to live after college because one of the things we talk about is in their last year or two of college, if the college is kind of doing what it should be doing, it's networking them. And it's getting them in with um, people that are in their field of study, might be getting them an unpaid internship, or even a paid internship, maybe even setting them up with a job opportunity after school. And if that's the case, they're going to network them where that school is a school in Chicago is not going to network you in California. Um, And so if you're going to school in a certain location, odds are very good, you're at least going to be starting your adult life in that location. So being really intentional with that choice is is really important. And starting that thought process now helps with that.
0: Absolutely.
1: One of the things that you and I were talking
0: about earlier are different resources to help a student figure out that fit. Um, Obviously, looking at the specific websites of schools is a great first resource. You and I have talked about in previous podcasts, the value of actually visiting a college. But if that's not yet possible... um, Every single student in the Coeur School District, so everyone at Lake City has the opportunity to utilize Career Cruising. It's available on the Counseling Center website on Lake City's page. And if students log into Career Cruising, they can click on the Education tab. And within the Education tab, students can search by um, broad criteria like uh, school in a specific state or by a major. But they can also do uh, a school selector uh, sort of assessment or quiz. And this is exactly what Mrs. Alderman was talking about, where a student can complete this um, very short questionnaire. uh, And... Uh, Answer questions related to location and setting, admissions difficulty, any sort of special program options, tuition, um, athletics, if a certain major is offered or um, certain program or track, and then what campus life and services looks like. I think the really valuable piece of this tool is that students don't yet need to go to specific websites or Google, which will provide a ton of information. It can be really narrowed down based on preference and fit right within Career Cruising. So I encourage all students, um, especially seniors who are considering college, to take a look at this tool um, because it really helps to narrow down, but also potentially uh demonstrate to students that there might be schools out there that they've never heard of that offer their degree program or that offer a double major in what they want to study or potentially satisfy multiple different components of what they're looking for in the college setting. Um, In addition to the school selector tool on career cruising, in that education tab, students can compare schools. Mrs. Alderman, do you have a lot of students who potentially might be considering to schools that are definitely very
1: varied, and they don't really know how to compare. Absolutely. Um, I actually give my kids some graphic organizers and spreadsheets and things like that so that they can log in all of that information. Um, It's really similar to to the tools on career cruising as well.
0: Yeah, so um, in Career Cruising, if a student were to select compare schools, they can add up to three schools and really compare line by line the different uh, criteria of those schools uh, as far as a reason why a student might select it um, to attend after high school. So again, looking at type and location, is it public or is it private, things that Mrs. Alderman was just talking about, the student population, how big is the student body, Um, total undergraduate students or the student-to-faculty ratio and how many full-time faculty that university or college um, has on campus, any sort of credentials and what degrees they offer, um, what are their specific admissions requirements, do they need a letter of recommendation, do they need um, a specific personal statement or multiple essays, uh, again, different admissions pieces of that puzzle, um, ACT or SAT scores. So the value of this is really allowing a student to compare line by line schools that might look very, very different on paper and it might be kind of an arduous process to even start to consider comparing when you're just looking at their websites. So career cruising is definitely a really good tool um, when considering fit and preference. Um, would you like to talk briefly, Mrs. Alderman again, about how uh, College visits are
1: super valuable to students. We talked about it in a previous previous episode, but let's just chat about it again. Sure. Absolutely. Um, it's one of those things, and I always use the word vibe with my kids, and they think I'm a hippie, but, and it's probably accurate, but um, it, there really is no substitute for putting your feet on the ground in a campus and walking around. Um, again, you can go to a college website and look at all the data you want and compare things on spreadsheets, but when you are actually physically on a campus, um, walking around, either getting a guided tour or just walking around campus with a parent or a friend or you know someone else that you trust who knows who knows you and knows what you like, um, you really get a feel for the campus. Um, you can really feel the space. And when, when we're talking about, you know, a large student body versus a small student body, again, you can see it in numbers, but feeling it on campus, how crowded does it feel? How busy does it feel? How loud is it? Um, are people attempting to make eye contact with you? Are they waving at you and saying good morning as you walk across campus? Do you like those things or do you not? Um, get to see the buildings. Um, a lot of schools are, you know, moving towards more like modern architecture and everything's metal and glass and it's gorgeous. But some people are looking for the brick buildings with the ivy um, and, and stained glass and things like that. And you can find both of those options. But a lot of times, once again, you don't necessarily even know what your preferences are and so you see them with your eyes. So one of the things that um, I do in my classes is I take my kids on at least two campus visits per semester, not because I'm trying to push them towards those particular schools, but more because I want them Them to go through that process. I want them to walk around and see what they like and what they don't like. So when they're looking at schools that they're actually considering, then they know what to look for. Mm -hmm. Rather than just looking on a website, they're looking for okay, what are the buildings like? Maybe I can look at a virtual tour and see pictures of the buildings. Are they what I'm looking for? Um, When it says that they've got you know 4,000 kids that go here, I just went to a school that had 3,000 kids, so I know what that feels like. So it's a bit more um, relatable. It's a bit more doable and kids do get a feel for would I feel comfortable on this campus? Is this a place where I can picture myself living and studying for the next four years of my life?
0: Mm -hmm. And for students who do want to visit schools, for the most part, Every college and university that I've ever researched has a fall event and a big spring event to encourage students to come see campus, participate in some activities. Usually they provide food. They provide different activities for parents as well when the students are taking different tours or potentially meeting with an advisor or meeting faculty or meeting um, potentially other students mentors. Um, so if any student is, is interested in visiting an Idaho school, I have a list in my office in the Counseling Center of schools that um, are offering you know, student days in the fall and upcoming in the spring. And I would be more than happy to provide that information to you. So um, any questions on FIT, please feel free to ask me and uh, I will make sure that I get the right information from the colleges or from my colleague, Mrs. Alderman.
1: Thank you so much for joining me. It's been wonderful wonderful. wonderful to be here. Thanks for having me.